Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Story, a true story. He left the church in the charge of a stamp pastor. Then he came on a vacation with his family for small vacation. A man needs to rest. Came to rest more. When he went back, the following that stamp pastor says, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm resigning. He said, Why are you resigning? So, you know, the Lord has called me into my own ministry. Yeah. They say, yeah. The Lord has called me, you know. We must move on to higher heights. And then he left. A true story. The assistant pastor left, scattered the congregation. Yeah. The man was left with only 30 members. Yeah. A true story. A big church in Zambia. 30 members. You see? But what, you see, I'm talking about how demonic it is. What he, the assistant pastor did not know. Jesus Christ said that I am, I am the door to the sheep. Anyone who comes in but, but not through the door is a thief and a robber. You see? So it was only a matter of time. Then the congregation saw that this guy is a thief and a robber. But that's, but that's not that, that, it's too late it was too late by the time they realized that he was a thief and robber, the whole church has scattered the pastor has lost his church the assistant member assistant pastor who stole the church could not keep it the congregation has scattered if congregations scatter and they don't go to church who have they become victim to? to the enemy so suddenly people become members who were being nurtured to grow up all get dissolution and then they leave That's what it is. Because usually, most disloyal elements, when they steal the congregation, they can't keep them. Ah, we had one in a, I'm telling you, this is Lighthouse. The guy in North Carolina. I'm not telling fairy tales. He scattered our church in North Carolina. Nowadays, we are not afraid to mention their names. Whoever his name is. I don't even know who his name is. I can't, I can't remember his name. He's coming to our church. To go and, go and start his church or something like that. He had left and took the members. First Sunday, second Sunday. They took the offering. Then the members asked him, look, we want to know the account. That's what happened to him. The church members said, the offering, can you give us an account of the offering and the first and best? So, but you know, um, 
it, what did he say? It's not done that way. You know, we don't do it that way in lighthouse. And the person in light, light there's no lighthouse. <laughs> the church scattered. The members he took from North Carolina, he could not keep them. The church got scattered. And we lost the members. You see, it's a very dangerous thing. The one in Zurich, same. You know that guy, the same. No, oh, I know this guy, the same thing. Because you see, the sheep, eh, they may follow you in their confusion. But when they settle, they don't. Mm. <laughs> Something doesn't look right. That's the whole point. You see, in their naivety, they may follow you. But when they settle down, they say, mm. Something doesn't add up here. Hallelujah. So it is a message we need to teach and teach. Because, you see, it is a message that fights, it fights Satan himself. Hallelujah. I said, it fights Satan himself. Amen. And also so that our church members will not be, may not be simple-minded. The Bible said they followed Absalom in the simplicity of their mind. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I mean, we can teach you the whole year, but I'm, I'm, I'm I want to bring it to an end this Tuesday. Then the next season will start again. Amen. But tonight I want to talk briefly about. You see, we talked about loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. See, every time we hear loyalty, um, we think of the members relating to the head. You understand what I'm saying? You see, but you cannot preach the complete message of loyalty without talking about leaders and loyalty. You understand? So I want to give you the other side. Why do I say so? Some people, some leaders, it is difficult to be loyal under them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Some difficult, some leaders, it is difficult to be loyal under them because of the way they rule. Or they are ruling tactics. It's not every leader you can be loyal under. That's what I, let me give you the balanced message. Are you hearing me? No, it's not really that. Some people, some people, when you, and, 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 you see, the, the verse says that we love him because he first loved us. We love him because what? We love him what? Yeah. Yeah. So what people don't understand about loyalty is that Loyalty, you generate natural loyalty when the members or the congregation see that you love them. Yes. Certainly they will love you. <laughs> Hallelujah. We love him. Because he first loved us. Hallelujah. You see, when people don't feel that you love them, you can preach to the heavens, they won't mind you. Are you hearing me? Well, you don't care about them. They don't feel you. You, you, you see, like, like they say, people don't care about how much you know until they know about how much you care. Are you hearing me? So it's, 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 it's two ways. There's, there are some leaders, the way they lead, you would have to be loyal to them. And some leaders, too, and, 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 and I'm teaching us, because you see, 
If you want to find a place where there are a lot of rebels and disloyal elements, it's in Africa. Africa. And the reason that Africa's leaders don't rule well. Some African leaders, it is difficult to be under them. You see, you are talking about, you see, see, think about it carefully. A leader, you see, a leader who does not care about their members. And how, because it is in Africa, whereby everything must come to the king. So the king lives in a high palace. Next door, everybody lives in the hut. Everybody lives in the hut. There is no country in the world that has more coup d'etat and rebellions than Africa. And that's the reason. Because the people feel that the leaders don't care. Isn't that the reason? They don't care. The leaders don't care at all. You see them big. Ah, there was a UN conference. I don't know. I somebody saw the clip on Channel 4 News. You saw it? And there was a UN conference. I don't know where some journalists went and interviewed the delegation from. Swaziland, Togo, Togo, and where else? Somewhere. Some countries. Somebody just sent me the clip. They just went to conference. And the journalists were amazed at the bourgeoisie and the lifestyle of the delegates. What's on the news? They were spending more money. They were all, this, last week, they were spending, what, big hotels in New York, big delegates, spending more money than even people from Canada and Japan. And they were interviewing them. They knew, it was New York Times, he was interviewing them. And I think the one from Togo, he didn't want his face to be seen, so he said. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the journalists, they don't know how they can dig information. They, they'll talk about the economy of Togo and they look at how the people, the lead, where, where the leaders came to stay and their entourage and how they were shopping on Fifth Avenue. They showed them with their bags. Last week. You met one of them because you go in that area. Cote d'Ivoire. Are you hearing me? And you see, and I'm saying that 
Some pastors are like that. Some churches, when you go, everything is for the senior pastor. Look, that impresses the loyalty. Because you, the last thing you want is assistants who have hungry looks. No. Or, or even the way, the reason why people don't light house like that. Listen, it was Bishop Dag. He built the Kodesh. Then after he built the Kodesh, he said, I, don't, I will not stay here. He left it for somebody else. And he built other Kodeshes. Because so far as he's concerned, I should not be the only person sitting in the palace. That is why people are loyal to him. Yeah. And now we are even thinking of building Kodeshes in other countries. So if you are here and you have a land in your country, tell me, we'll build a Kodesh there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He told me, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? That's why people love him. Spread. Because, you see, when people don't feel that you love them, they don't care. Are you hearing me? And Africa, we, Africans, we have that problem. I mean, come on, how can you come and sleep in $18,000 a night? For a teacher who teaches, and then you come and spend eighteen thousand. So do you see why Francis would like to make a coup to overthrow the guy? Have you, do you see why he's do, he'll be disloyal? <laughs> yes, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. So, so that is why a lot of people under such rule leave the country. That is the reason why. Not that they like the weather here, but they disloyal. <laughs> He has taught for six months, no pay, and then you come and spend eighteen thousand dollars a night. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. You understand? And 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 and, and you, you see, some some people it's difficult to be loyal under them. Are you hearing me? Because they don't, the people don't feel cared for. They don't feel loved. And if you're a good leader, you must always make sure that those around you are happy. Of course, there are some people that, will never, some people that can never be happy. So those will just cut them out. So you will never be happy. Just, just go. <laughs> I mean, Bahamas should get one or two because Jesus was a very good leader, but he had a Judas. Some people, no matter what you do, they will not be happy. So at the point, I beg you, chief, director, boss. <laughs> That's all. But by and large, by and large, make sure that those around you are happy. Yeah. It's, it, it generates loyalty. Why do you think all of us are preaching for Bishop Dak? Any, any pastor who has come close to Bishop will tell you a point in their life that Bishop was there for them. Always. Yeah. Are you hearing me? A lot of our churches, you know, 
Everything we could see is the like you see, and it comes from our African mentality, the chief and the subject. <laughs> so you see that the bishop or whoever and the apostle or whoever is high than everybody. I mean, one pastor told Bishop that look, it's amazing. You I don't know where you get all this. Uh, he was telling Bishop, he said, I don't know where you get all this. Bishop Sakis and Eddie so lawyer. As for me, I'm surrounded by snakes. <laughs> But what he didn't know is that, you see, I'm telling you something. What he didn't know, the the Addis, the Sakis, and the Noshis, they they were they, they were they didn't come naturally. They were made. Okay. And I said, oh, where are Bishop, this is your doctor. Where do you get him from? We were made. We were not natural. You better make the people around you to become like that. If you call them lizard, the snake, don't be snakes, because you have, you have, you have made them snakes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? So, it emanates from the top. Okay? It emanates from the top. Be a good leader. Show, show, okay. Show, cause, look, most of the people who are very loyal to you today, at a point they could trace somebody to a point in their life that I did something for them. Anybody? Anybody, you can trace it. But at the for ABC, this person was there. Yeah, I hear me. Yeah. So if you don't help anybody, you don't look. Stop talking big old. I don't want to know how much you care. Amen. So that's the first. So leaders and loyalty. Amen. I mean, you're a leader. You don't want to spend your energy, your time, your money on anything. Please. Energy, time, and money. Huh? Yeah. You don't want to spend your energy time. You can't point. Nobody can point you that though. At a point, this person helped me this. No, no. You don't want to spend your energy time on this. You are only concerned about yourself. And you want people to be loyal to you. Forget it. You are concerned about yourself only. And you want people to be loyal to you. Forget it. Hallelujah. Now, another point is that loyalty breeds loyalty. I say loyalty what? Again? You know, what it means is that if you want people to be loyal to you, if you want people to be loyal to you, you must be loyal to those above you. You cannot be a, you cannot make those above you. You cannot be rebellious to those above you and expect those beneath you to be loyal. What they are watching. <laughs> loyalty breeds loyalty. I told one pastor, I said you, everybody above you have quarreled with the person. Even if they put a monkey above you, you fight with it. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, yep. Loyalty breeds loyalty. Are you hearing me? And after the person, look, (laughs) anything above you, you fight it. Do you expect the people below you to be loyal to you? It's a question. You can 
the centurion, he said, I am a man. He said, I am a man with authority, under authority. You, go, you don't expect to get any authority when you yourself, you don't want to be under authority. You want to be a local rebel. Everything you fight. And then when, we, when rebels, when I say come, you don't come. Then you want to call people to come. They won't come. <laughs> Preaching. Oh, Reverend, you know, these people, when I call them, they don't mind. It's only you that they listen to. Because you don't listen. <laughs> loyalty breeds loyalty. Amen. Is it, let me show you this scripture. Um, let's look at First Samuel 26. So we can read some Bible. First Samuel 26, verse 8. This was when Saul was hunting for David's life. And, and Saul really tormented David. Do, do, do you hear what I'm saying? Saul really tormented David. And David, David hadn't done anything wrong, but the guy really wanted to kill him. Out of jealousy. So, you know, and if somebody wants to kill you at the point, you have to run away. Oh? Yeah. Run for your life. So David ran away. And then Saul was still chasing him. Then at the point, Saul got tired and fell asleep. Then somebody came to David and look, the guy who wants to kill you. There he is. He's asleep. Charlie? The Lord has delivered your enemy into your hands. Some of you, that's what we would have said. The Lord has, the Lord himself has handed over the enemy to me. Payback time. So, so Abishai, who was one of David's guys, then Abishai, then said Abishai to David, God had delivered thine enemy into thy hand this day. Now therefore let me smite him, I pray thee, with the spear, even to the earth at once. And I will not smite me. I said, look. One touch, one touch, one touch. <laughs> one shot. I said, listen to me, David. Trust me. This one, one touch. I got it coming. There's no need for a second shot. <laughs> Just give the command. Fire. And one touch. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and this person because at, at this time they were, they were living in the bushes they were living in caves so that all our trouble will end they miss their wives everything, so we can go back to the palace I will smite him in the second time yes that's what he said next verse and David said to Abishai destroy him not for who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? I'm sure Abishai, I'm sure Abishai was shocked. What are you talking about, David? After all this wahala. I'm sure Abishai said, no, no, no. David, let's be serious. David, let's be serious. This guy wants to kill us. We've got him. We say we should let him go. Let's be serious. 
No, no, no. Cain. With all due respect. Let's be serious. But David said, who can stretch forth his life and be guiltless? And be guiltless? Touch not. So I'm sure the guys, all the people in the camp were very shocked. And wow. We have never thought about it this way. David said, furthermore, as the Lord liveth, the Lord shall smite him, or his day shall come to die, or he shall, he shall die by himself. Don't touch him. Do not touch him. He will die by himself. Look, Francis, I am sure all the guys who were with David, they were shocked. That, what teaching is this? That what? This guy wants to kill us, has been hunting for us, and now we've got a chance to finish him. And David said, I'm not telling you not to kill him, but the reason I'm telling you not to kill him is because he's the Lord's anointed. And I'm sure Abishai will say that anointed indeed. This guy. <laughs> yeah. But David established a principle. So from that day, he said, I'm talking about loyalty, British loyalty. So from that day, it became a silent code in the camp of David people that when somebody is a leader, no matter his faults or his mistakes or his problems, don't touch him. Yes. Immediately. Immediately he registered, he sent an unwritten code to the camp. That once somebody is a leader, no matter his mistakes, his faults, do not touch him. Leave him to God. All the, the, all, that's what he said. He may die, but at the Lord leave it. So, so, what, so, David, so what David is concerned, if a pastor, a bishop, a leader is making a mistake, it's not your place to criticize him. It's not your place to open your mouth. Lead him to God. Amen. And let the God who anointed him deal with him. And God, you see, why do you want to correct somebody's servant? You correct your own servant. The man of God is God's servant, not your servant. Let go. I cannot come to your house and command your maid for you. It's not my job, it's not my place. As a matter of fact, I'm a bushman if I come to house and control your servant. <laughs> yeah. How do you come to somebody's house and tell the person, servant, oh, listen, uh, change this thing for your master. Clean this thing for your master. I, I'm a bushman. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I don't like the in-laws. <laughs> Say some in-laws do that. I said, that's why I don't like the in-laws. Yeah. So David said, look, leave everybody to their master. So it became an unwritten code in, their, in, in David's camp that a leader is accountable or to be corrected by the one who appointed him, not you. Even if you make a mistake. I'm talking about loyalty, this loyalty. So did you notice that later on down the line, when David became a king 
And David wanted a woman. Want, you want Uriah's wife. And she went and slept with Bathsheba. And found out that Bathsheba came to the king. I have missed my period. He said, yeah. But she said, Keep. You see, he was not worried. You see, he, 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 he think he could hide the fornication. He didn't mind adultery. But when the guy said, Keep. I've missed my period. He said, Yeah. What matter is this? Immediately, King, I've missed my period. Hey! Matter in the household. Because you see, a lot of people fornicate. Then when they are, and, and they think it's okay. It's only when they get pregnant, then they begin to, listen to me, the sin is the fornication, not the pregnancy. Seriously. The pregnancy is only, the pregnancy is only just, you have been exposed. So they will say, yeah, what matter is this? What problem? How will I solve this problem? There was no abortion clinic in those days. <laughs> so, nothing to do. Those days you are pregnant, you give birth. So, David sent a message to, no, first, the, the guy, uh, Uriah, come. Come home. You have been fighting for too long. Come and rest. And he brought the guy home. To come and come, come and rest. The guy came to the king. He sat there in the in the night. So go sleep with your wife. He said, No, 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 no. It's against the rule. It's war time. My colleagues are doing evangelism and outreach. How should I be lying back? He said, <laughs> It's a message. My colleagues are doing outreach and evangelism and don't brokers. And you say I should be squeezing my wife's breast. No, I can't do that. <laughs> yes. My colleagues are, are doing outreach, evangelism, so to so, and you want me to be touching my wife's breast? No! I'm preaching. Yeah. The guy said, no, I will not. So David gave me a little bit of a drink. You see, that's the danger of alcohol. Alcohol impairs your judgment. But the guy said, alcohol, alcohol, still, I won't go. He slept at the gate. So David took plan B that, hey, Charlie. Because he was trying to get the guy to sleep. If the guy had made the mistake of even touching the wife's breast, hey. Small. That's all. Because there's no, there no, there no paternity test. So David was hoping that this guy, the guy did not go at all. And you see, and everybody saw the guy sleeping at the gate. So he can't say he went to the house. So everybody saw. So the guy went back to the battlefront. Then David was thinking that, look, Charlie, the disgrace that will come to not be easy. So what is plan B? Plan B is that the law allows you to marry a widow. If somebody's husband dies, you can add, add a person. So if this woman can become a widow, it will work. Do you understand David's mind? 
If this woman will become a widow, I'll be covered. You understand what I'm saying? So it will help the situation. So he organizes, you see, what I'm saying? So he calls Joab, his commander in chief. That look. Let the let the guy come. And then after he comes, he gives Joab a letter. Look, send the guy to the battle. When it is hot, everybody pull back. Are you hearing me? When it is hot, everybody pull back. And then Joab obeyed the instructions. No. Don't you think Joab knew the secret? Huh? Don't think Joab knew the secret? Don't you think Joab knew what was going on? And don't you think a few guys knew that, look, Charlie, this one is inside job for the king. <laughs> this one, Papa is making a move. This one, we are trying to cover Papa. We are trying to cover, because a lot of people call themselves Papa. Say, this one, we are trying to cover Papa's back. You know, this is Charlie guy. Charlie guys, you know, this is for Papa. So let's handle the situation. Inside job. Don't think they knew? They knew. They were, they were not 100%. Yeah. That is why, you see, but because, and of course they knew it was wrong. They knew it was inappropriate. And, 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 and probably, if, if they didn't understand, if they didn't understand the message of not touching the anointed, they could have used this incident as a basis to overthrow him. They could have been a mutiny. To say, look, this king, we can't follow him. This is what he has done. He's a murderer. Look at what he has done. But because they saw David's special, when Saul was absolutely wrong, they learned that, look, even when a leader makes a mistake, you don't touch him. Leave him to God. They learned it. Are you hearing me? So if you are a leader who is not subject to the one above you, don't expect anybody to be behind you. You, you are giving your senior pastor a headache. People underneath will give you a headache. Look, there's a saying in my local that a child will not like their parents' soup. The animal will never leave his bottom. <laughs> no, don't make a mistake. You don't give people above you rest. Don't expect anybody to give you rest. I am a man with authority and authority. Hallelujah. Yeah. You don't say good things about the people about you. They will not say good things about you. We all know. I mean, look, how many times having the media attacked Archbishop Nick? Duncan Williams has been attacked many times by the media, local and foreign. Recently, Christian Amampo came to interview him. I was being told. Christian Amampo, CNN. I was told what he was telling me. And, and, and those, those dinners, they are very dubious. Try to castigate the guy. But no matter what they say, Bishop Dak has always remained loyal to him. 
Yeah. You see, so he has taught us. By that action, he is teaching us that even when a leader makes a mistake, it's not your place to correct. You always honor. He is practicing what he's teaching. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you cannot, you see, you cannot, I'm talking about leaders and loyalty. You cannot exhibit disloyalty above you. You, we say, you are a pastor. We say we are going for a camp meeting or a bishop's camp. Bring your members. And then you don't come and you don't bring your members. Well, it's not necessary. We can come. Mr. Mike. And then you organize a shepherd's meeting and your shepherds don't come and then you are annoyed. <laughs> when your senior pastor was saying, bring your members for a camp, you didn't want to come. Now you want to organize a shepherd's meeting or a root camp. And your shepherd said, we will come. You are annoyed. No, they saw you rejecting the one above you. That's why they are also rejecting you. Start from the top. Yeah. Yo, you are sitting here. We are talking about honor your prophet. I was preaching with, until my tongue was dry. Show you verses what it, the importance of honoring your prophet. And you are a pastor appointed by Bishop Doug. And you don't want to honor the prophet. Then on your birthday, you come and say, it's my birthday. We won't give you penny. I tell you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm serious. You do not honor your prophet. You want you to be honored. Not even a dime. And I'm the pres- I, I, I am the late president of the whole of North America. I have all the data in front of me. I'm not a small person. By the way, by, just by the way. I should tell them. I, let me tell them. I'm telling them. Right? Okay. They don't know I should tell them, right? Yeah. There's a new structure. Every region is a bishop. And after the bishop, there's the late president. And I'm the late president for the whole of North America and Caribbean. Uh-huh, I should tell you. And then, among all the lay presidents, there's, there's what we call a lay president board. Okay? Of, of all the lay presidents worldwide. The board of lay presidents. And I'm the chairman of the board of the lay presidents. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> this way. This way. <laughs> I beg you. 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 I should tell them. I should tell them. I should tell them. <laughs> Worldwide, late president. I'm the chairman. I'm noisy. Yeah. So, so I am. I told. I told Reverend. I'm watching all the pastors. I, I am watching. You don't give. I will send a message. You will listen to me on your birthday. Not even a pin. Trust me. And I'll do it because you see, when you don't honor above, don't expect to be honored. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to honor anybody, but you want to be honored. Anybody, but on your birthday, you want people to wear white, white, come. Oh, ha- pa- uh, Pastor, we love you all white. I will come. If I hear, I will come. No, it will not happen. Because you see, because let me say this loyalty breeds loyalty. Take my time is up. Let me close. 
That, that's enough. You should take that one. Those are, you see, loyalty breeds loyalty. Okay. That is why, you see, and, and, and to be honest with you, let me, a few more minutes, you see. Because loyalty breeds loyalty. People, people always want to watch you whether you are loyal. So when you don't demonstrate loyalty, that is the reason why I'll show you the business. You see? First Timothy chapter 3. You see, First Timothy chapter 3, verse 2. Okay, let, let's start from verse 1. This is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a bishop, which is a leader, he desired a good work. Now, let's go. Qualifications. A bishop then, these are the qualifications, then must be what? Number two, what? This thing. It must be what? He must be what? Yeah. It's in the Bible. The husband of what? The husband, the husband of what? You see? Not, not one and a half. <laughs> not two. Not 2.5. A husband of what? One man and one side. <laughs> yeah. No point five. That's no point five. Okay. So you see, that is one. That is one of the so so one of the things, one of the areas, okay? One of the areas that loyalty is tested most is marriage. You can say what I want to say. Marry before. Then you can talk. <laughs> before you get married, you can say all that you can say. But when you marry, then you know. Then you see to it. It's one of the things that, one of the things that will test your loyalty and your commitment. It's marriage. That's why the Bible makes, that's why the Bible makes it a requirement for a bishop. That is the reason why no, you see, I'm you see, that is why, look, marriage is, is not easy. It, it is a test of loyalty and difficulty. In fact, it is the, it is the only exam that they give you the certificate before you start. <laughs> before you start. <laughs> before you start, they say, get a certificate. <laughs> <laughs> because it is they know that if you start you can easily not finish so say okay you get a certificate <laughs> because you can you, you can easily not finish so you get a certificate first <laughs> yeah it's the only exam they, most exams you finish you pass then they give you a certificate Marriage is the reverse. They give you the certificate. They say, okay, now start work. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it is, you know, it is one thing that will really, really test your loyalty. Are you hearing me? And the Bible is saying, let's go down the next verse. 
not given to one, blah, 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 and then uh, final verse. One that ruled his own, one that ruled well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. The, 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 the most important, for, this is the reason. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Most of you have not seen this verse before. You have not seen the Bible before. If you cannot, but God, God is questioning you. If you cannot rule out of your own house, how do you expect? How? So, so the standard of ruling your house, see, God expects you to pass that test. I'm showing you. you see, loyalty brings loyalty. And you see, that is why, that is why I'm sorry to say no matter how anointed or how charismatic, when you divorce, church members look at you with a different eye. It's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Because to them, it represents that if you cannot be committed, why do you expect me to be committed? Unfortunately. Recently, I was talking to somebody, you know, a very great man, very great man who has accomplished a lot, powerful, very great girl, a very great man in some other area of life. And some Nobel, Nobel committee was trying to put a team together. And somebody submitted, oh, this man is so great, he can be in this committee. As soon as he said, they look at all his credentials. Like, I mean, he's very great. He qualifies to be on this committee. He can run this course worldwide. He's a great man. Achieved a lot. But then, somewhere they found that, okay, uh, personal life, divorce. Divorce? Oh. The board said, I'm talking about a worldwide board. Divorce? Disqualified. The only thing that disqualified him was divorce. That's what they said. They said, he's divorced. Disqualified. He cannot sit on this board. We don't hate him. But if he's divorced, he cannot sit on this board. Yeah. That was sad. Because, you see, I'm talking about loyalty. Because all, anybody when you're going to marry, we all say, till death do us apart. But somewhere before the death do us apart, other things do us apart. Look, don't laugh. It's not, it's not, you see, that's, that's why I said that marriage is not an easy to know. No, don't, don't, don't make light of marriage. You have not married before. Marriage is not easy. I saw a young man who was growing gray. <laughs> <laughs> married. I mean, nice dark, curly hair. Two years into marriage, the guy was growing gay. I said, hey, brother! <laughs> it will test your loyalty. It will test your loyalty. Are you hearing me? No, no, serious. That's what I said. That's what I said. If you cannot take up your house, shall you take off? Look. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. One pastor was telling a certain pastor, oh, a marriage counselor. Marriage counseling, talking back and forth. Marriage counseling, love your wife, blah, 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 this type of all this. Uh, 
A1 husband, love your wife, make them remember her in your birthday, send her cakes, take her for shopping, they take her flowers, take her to Victoria's Secrets, blah, 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 blah. Then the pastor is the brother, why is your wife? So my wife, I mean, I'm worried, but my wife, uh, because um, she works internationally, so she comes back and forth. And the pastor says, how often does your wife come? So every year, about twice in a year, we come together. It's <laughs> said, listen to me. You see your wife only two times a year, and you come to cancel us. <laughs> Boyfriend, I know you are born again. That's not don't, don't say ah, you see, Reverend said we should go back to our bob now. I'm not <laughs> I'm not talking about I'm not talking about your old boyfriend, no. Before he said that, oh Reverend said that we should go back to our no, no, I'm, 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 Reverend said we should keep in touch. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, but old friends, old classmates, old family friends, where are they? Is it a sign? Somebody told us, I think it was Lady Raymond who told us, you see, he said, even a young man, if you're going to marry, and you see that the girl you're going to marry doesn't have old friends that she has been together with, be careful. There's a warning there. It means the person lacks the ability to sustain long term relationship. Just as she has been changing her old friends, very soon she will change you. Yeah. Are you hearing me? So this, you see, this is a test of loyalty. And people look at it. Are you loyal to those above you? Are you loyal to your friends? Are you loyal to your spouse? Are you loyal to God? I, 
I won't even go there. Go, go and read about it. I should teach you. Look, let me tell you something. Sometimes disloyalty comes to you because you were loyal, disloyal to God. I'll show you the Bible. Yeah. Sometimes the reason why God gives you rebels to harass you because you were disloyal to God. I should help you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's the reason why God gives you rebels because you were not loyal to him. First King Chapter 11 Verse 4 First King chapter 11 verse 4 for it came to pass when Solomon was old that his wives turned away his heart after other gods and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God as was his heart See, Solomon deviated from God totally he deviated he, he was not like David anymore he deviated his wives deviated. Are you hearing me? So his heart turned from God. Yes. He deviated. Verse 14. 14, 14. So what happened? And the Lord stirred up an adversary unto Solomon. Had that the Edomite, he was of the king's seat. So another rebel rose up in the kingdom. And the reason why that, came to, that guy came to trouble Solomon is because Solomon disobeyed God. So God said, for your punishment, I will give you a disloyal person to harass you. Not only, the, not only this guy, oh. go to verse 23. Verse 23, the same verse. And God stirred up another. It wasn't easy for someone. And God stirred up another as well. Rezon, the son of Eldar. God kept on bringing rebels to harass him. Another adversary. Not to give Solomon peace. Because Solomon deviated from serving God. It's not often. But sometimes some people have a lot of destroyer people because they are deviated from serving God. Deviated. 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 This is why. So, sometimes disloyal elements or rebels are the will of God for you. You have not thought about it. This is it. So Solomon was being harassed. He was calling the people rebels. Some way people. Orangus. But this is the reason. God was the one who was engineering it. Mercy. I'm talking about leaders and loyalty. 
if you want, if you're a leader, you want to loyal for you first will be loyal to God. You cannot be disloyal to God, and that God can stir up rebels if you are disloyal to Him. That's what it is to Solomon. I mean, I hope you are getting the message right. Yes. It, 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 this, it, it does not mean that anybody who is having a rebel is not uh, is being disloyal to God. That's not what it means. I'm just saying sometimes. Because if rebels comes from disloyalty to God, then who was Jesus Christ rebellious to for him to have Judas? Jesus obeyed God order. So rebels are Satan driven. But what you have to know is that God controls Satan. So when you become disloyal to God, God can allow Satan to harass you by bringing a rebel. Yeah. Are you hear me? So I'll give you in a nutshell leaders and loyalty. Number one, if you want people to be loyal to you, you must be loyal to them. Okay? Because when you love, they will love you back. Number two, when you want people to be loyal to you, you demonstrate loyalty. Loyalty breeds loyalty. Number three, you want people to be loyal to you, be loyal to your friends. Number four, you want people to be loyal to you, be loyal to your family, your spouse. And number five, more, but you want people to be loyal to you, be loyal to God. Stand up to your feet and this question. Purify my heart, make me pure as gold, and precious silver, purify my heart, let it be as gold, pure gold. Yes, Lord. My heart's one desire is to be is to be holy set apart for you Lord I choose to choose to be holy set apart for you my master ready to do your will Father we thank you tonight for an opportunity to come into your presence we pray for the spirit of loyalty and commitment deliver us from rebels and rebellion. Father, may we show loyalty to those above us. May we show loyalty to our family. Loyalty to our friends. Loyalty to our pastors. And Father, above all, loyalty to our maker. Deliver us from the sin of deviation. May we stay on course. May we not deviate. We pray for the spirit of David who never deviated. May we stay with you. May our heart be pure. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. You want to honor? We hope that you've been blessed. 
Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.